0: We're live and we're rolling and this is the real venture. I'm your co-host Peyton And I am your co-host Luke and we are entering the world of business by starting a few companies of our own So we decided to create this podcast as a platform so that we could ask other successful entrepreneurs The questions that we need answered in order to help our business grow every single week We are joined by CEOs venture capitalists artists co-founders and influencers all with one thing in common young entrepreneurs. The only thing I'm going to need you to do is hit that subscribe button below so you never miss a conversation. Every single Wednesday, Luke and I are going to be right here and we can't wait for you to join us. All right, Jake, what's up, guy? How you doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Thanks for coming back on. Um, for those that are new to the show, we've got a lot of uh, new listeners as we continue to grow it. Why don't um, I know you've been on a couple times, but why don't you uh, tell us a little bit, you know, give us a little background.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Jake Thieneman. I played at Purdue with Peyton and then spent some time in the NFL on a few teams. Um, after that, I co-founded Digital Paradise. We're a digital marketing agency. Um, and, you know, I'm, we're here to talk about name, image, and likeness in the college football world and how that's changed.
0: Yeah, there we go. Well, you know, you just... Kind of laid out that big long phrase name, image, and likeness, commonly referred to as NIL. Uh, you might have seen it before, if you know SportsCenter, all over Twitter. Why, you know, you have such a great definition of it. Why don't you just uh, break it down for the people?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, name, image, and likeness. It's basically um, recently the NCAA changed rulings so that college players, college athletes, could benefit off of their name, image, and likeness. That means that they can monetize themselves, they can monetize their image, they can monetize their social media. Um, and that most commonly, y- you see it most commonly through like brand deals on Instagram, um, different social media deals, but there's a lot of other aspects of, to it, um, that we're probably going to get into today a little bit.
0: Are there any rules around NIL, or can anybody make money? At an there's uh, there's a
1: few rules about it. You can't you can't pay players to do things during like official team activities. So like they can't wear something during a game, or or shout something out during like a like a press conference or something like that. Um, you can't do anything on like banned categories. So like tobacco, alcohol, things like that. You can't you can't work with any of those companies. Um, I think those are the two primary ones. Oh, and you can't you can't take money from boosters to go play at the school.
0: Okay. So that, that one's interesting. Can you take money from boosters in the form of NIL deals while you're at the school?
1: I believe so. I believe so. I think they just have to be able to track that. Like there was, there was an exchange of goods and services. Like you, they, they paid you to go to a dinner. They paid you to do a speaking event, do a brand deal post on social media, whatever it was. There just has to be an exchange. They can't, they can't just send you five grand for, for being a great player.
0: Well that's a bummer. Um, is, but you know, we'll so see. Yeah, it you know it is what it is. You'll uh you'll get your pound of flesh um, in some way. So you you've laid out a couple of different examples of common forms of NIL deals. Uh, I think it's also really important to kind of lay out that you know Jake and I obviously we played football, that's kind of where our focus is, but this is across all college sports, correct? Yeah,
1: yeah, every sport can monetize. Um you know the the two biggest ones that people talk about are you know, football and basketball, but really any athlete can, you know, can monetize their name, image, and likeness.
0: What are some of the, what are some of the sports that are going to benefit the most from this besides football and men's football and men's basketball? I guess there really is only one football, but, um, you know, what does this kind of mean for some of those other sports that maybe don't have the same market share? as the two big ones?
1: Well, on an individual level, you know, the the sports that aren't in as big of a market, you know, those programs don't have as much funding, you know, depending on the size of the school, it, it ranges a lot. But um, for the most part, you know, those athletes have a different experience than say, like, you know, the football team in Alabama or something like that. So um, this gives them a, a way to start, you know, making money for themselves within their own world. And that can be within their own sport. You know, working with companies in their sport or just any company that they're generally interested in, um, it, it really is just kind of wide open.
0: Now, you know, at, at major Division One programs, football is responsible for eighty plus percent of the revenue um, for an athletic department. Mm-hmm. Can NIL benefit some of those other teams? Um, you know for the for the non-revenue generating sports as in you know maybe there there's a, a gymnast or a swimmer that is able to to pull a massive deal would th- would that benefit the team in any way or is that 100% going to be directed towards that individual
1: that's a good question that's that's a really good question um if a if a player signs a brand deal obviously that directly benefits the the athlete um but that's not to say there aren't like some some um, you know it's
0: team inclusive deals there.
1: So, for example, say you're yeah. like a, a gymnast, and you know there's a gymnast that blows up on TikTok, and they get a million followers, and they're huge, and they're getting all these brand deals. Um, your program is now getting a ton of attention. You know, there's probably going to be mm-hmm. news sites and, and programs that pick up that story and report on it. And so, you know, now there's traffic and attention coming to your program. So, you may be able to benefit off of that. Um, Yeah. And, and
0: also I think, I think that, um, you know, maybe in that case, the, the gymnast brings the attention and then, uh, the whole team gets a deal and we'll talk about some team like full team deals when we go through some of the different examples but you know the the sport having some notoriety on the outside might bring attention to the group as a whole as well. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And you're absolutely right there too about whole team deals.
0: So why don't we uh, why don't we dive into a, a couple of our favorite NIL deals that have popped up and you know also to mention that you know what we cover here is going to kind of date us because new deals are coming out every single day and things are changing but the the first one is is probably one of my favorite. Uh G-Quincy, Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Gakinsey. Okay. Kool-Aid. Uh I can't even say his last name. It's McKinstry. hard to. McKinstry. There we go. Um, Guy Bama, but his nickname is Kool-Aid, and he struck an NIL deal with none other than Kool-Aid.
1: Phenomenal. Absolutely love that.
0: It, it's a it, it's a power move, and it kind of takes us into the 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 next phase of this where players are going to be able to start, you know, every a lot of people have nicknames, they have uh you know funny little stories that were connected to them like we were playing in a 3 on 3 basketball tournament and I had to come up with a nickname so I picked Dippin Dots. So uh you know maybe uh, if I was playing my NIL deal would be with Dippin Dots. So you know it's kind of allowing people to benefit from these fun little names that are attached to them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it just opens the door for for creativity and that's the biggest thing that I I preach when I'm talking to people about you know, how to go about getting NIL deals is just be creative. Um, You know, everyone's going to think every sports equipment brand, every clothing brand, whatever, or sunglasses is going to want to get a deal with players, but, um, and players might be going after those deals too, but just be creative with a nickname, be creative with, um, you know, a character, your interests. Um, DK Metcalf got a deal with Nesquik because he loves strawberry milk. He just talks about how he likes strawberry milk. So just like that's why I love this deal so much. It's like it's so creative. Um, it's awesome for the player that he got this deal. It's a great move on Kool Aid. Um, so it's pretty cool. Do
0: you think people are going to start coming up with their own nicknames based on who they want sponsorships from?
1: Uh, they might try. Um, you know, a nickname. It's hard to make nicknames for yourself. They don't always stick. So you know, we'll see what happens.
0: No, that that, that is true. <laughs> I've I've tried Dippin' Dots didn't last very long. Yeah. Uh, this one is. One of the more unique ones, but Malik Cunningham, uh, Louisville, he signed with uh, Private Flight, which is a private jet company. Now there are a lot of college athletes that are tied to private jets. So why was this a uh, an NIL deal? Why did the company you know seek out a college athlete for this? That's
1: an interesting one, and I'm not entirely sure um, because, like, if you think about it, a typical brand deal, is like they're collaborating with the player because um, the player's audience, or people that know the player. Could also be customers of whatever company, um, but you know, there's not a lot of people taking flying on private jets. You know, there's not a lot of college students. There's there's not a lot of people in general that do that. So my thought would be um, the people that do fly on private jets also most likely like being around athletes. Um, so you know, making that relationship there could just advertise the company's services is like you know, come fly on our private jets. We hang out with athletes.
0: and and also by, by kind of doing something crazy and outrageous, like an NIL deal with, with a Louisville player, it got us to talk about it. And, you know, we're probably not the only people that have talked about this NIL deal. So that's another form of uh, publicity, you know, no such thing as bad pub and, um, you know, the unique deal that kind of caught people's attentions could be exactly what they were going for. But he also has another deal that is a little more in line with the college demographics. And what is that?
1: That's the plan of fitness. So he got a, he got put on a billboard in Louisville um, as a plan of fitness advertisement. I thought that was pretty sweet dude, getting his own billboard.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, like leading up to this, there are players that go on billboards, but their face is blacked out mm-hmm. and their number is, yeah. you know, generic to, to based on, you know, whatever year it is. So it's 2016. It's number 16. It's not Garrett Hudson. Shout out to you, G hud yeah. um, So, you know, it, it's cool that you know he can show his face; his name can be on it because um, that's you know incredible advertisement for all parties involved.
1: And it's pretty sweet to just look up and see your see your face on a billboard. I'm sure, that folks pretty good, hundred percent. And Louisville's hundred Louisville. percent. Louisville's uh, there's a lot of opportunity there for players because they don't have like a major professional sports team. So you know, it's a Louisville's a pretty big city. There's a ton of businesses there that would love to do sports marketing, some aspect of that. So that, that gives a lot of players a lot of opportunity.
0: Yeah, and, you know, the same thing is I live in Austin, and it's kind of the same vibe here with UT being mm-hmm. pretty yeah. much the professional sports. So I think when you live in a major in a major market like a Louisville or an Austin in, in terms of major market college-wise, uh, you know – NIL deals are something that you really should seek out if you're a player because there are a lot of opportunities. You are a really big deal in the community and I'm sure that there are a lot of people that would want to get in touch about working together.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And the two words you said that that really uh, stood out to me was seek out. Um, you know, for mo- for any athletes watching this, you know, go find go find deals, just hit up companies, um, talk to people. You know, that they they may not come knocking on your door unless you're like a first round draft pick.
0: Yep. And, and also, you know, kind of tying into what you were talking about with, you know, find something you're passionate about, something you have a connection with, it, you know, also for the athletes listening, you like strawberry milk, like DJ Metcalf, like go seek out your favorite strawberry milk person, you know, in mm-hmm. your, in your town. If you really like this certain barbecue joint, like reach out to them. You know, a lot of these companies might not even understand how NIL works and, you know, would probably be pretty hesitant and just randomly reaching out. So, Um, you know, if there's somebody that you really want to work with, you like their mission, you like their product, whatever the case may be, reach out to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, uh, what's going on with blue Delta jeans? This one is a, uh, this one's
1: unique. So you, you sent me this and I had never heard of blue Delta. Um, but what they did was, um, they, they signed a deal with like the entire Ole Miss team. And I think so, you know, the old, Ole Miss players, they promote the the brand and they get a hundred dollars for every pair of jeans that someone buys using their code or using their affiliate link. I thought that was pretty wild, and then I, I clicked on the website, and I was like, "They can't be making any money with that." The jeans are like three, four hundred dollars. So there's a big margin. Big, big margin there. Um, it was really interesting. What I, what I think they were trying to do here was just make headlines. Was, was, you know, it, maybe someone at Blue Delta like has a connection to Ole Miss, or they were alumni or something, so they wanted to work with the sports program. Um, but they're also trying to get some earned media and get that picked up by news stories. People make graphics on Instagram or Twitter, and they share that out, and then just more and more people see it. Um, just like you sent, you sent it to me, and I I looked it, and I went to their website and checked it out. So that's, yeah, that's exactly what, they really want what they're
0: to. going for. Yeah, you know, you you, you touched on um, the affiliate link. So there's a couple different ways that some of these deals can actually come to players. An affiliate link is one of them. What are some of the common forms of, of NIL deals and, and then what do they kind of mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, I would say there's like three ways to really get compensated. It, I'm trying to make, simplify it. There's like ways, different ways to structure it. But the three primary ways are um, you promote in exchange for a free product. You are given a discount code or affiliate link. And then you get like a revenue share based on how many people use that. So, you know, they give you a, they give Peyton, you get a unique code. Everyone that buys with that code, you get a percentage of the revenue from that. Then the third way is just straight up a cash deal. You're getting paid for whatever you're doing, certain amount per month or certain amount for a series of things, whatever that might be. Um, And then in terms of how does that campaign get run, that could be that you could be creating content for the brand. You could be posting content for the brand. They can be using you in advertisements. They could be advertising on your accounts, um, there's a lot of different ways they can run the campaign.
0: What What are some of the natural best fits for those deals? Like, when are each of those three best applied? And and this is more this is more directed towards maybe the potential businesses that are listening that are looking to seek out nil uh, potential you know deals with with players. Yeah. When are sure. they going to use an affiliate code? When are they going to do cash, et cetera? Uh, so
1: the the businesses I think are are going to primarily going to want to use an affiliate code to start. Um until they kind of until they really start to see a return with it. Um Why? where you to do a, because um it depends on the range of the brand. If a brand has a huge budget, like they have budget to put into influencer marketing, you're probably gonna to wanna to be paying players because you're to wanna to work with the, the higher level players that have more followers and you're to wanna to, you're going to wanna to work with a lot more of them. Um so you're probably mm-hmm. gonna need an agency to manage that campaign. Um that's the best way to get results, again, is to work with multiple players and actually work with multiple players in the same market. Um, a lot of people think you want to work with uh, a bunch of different athletes in at a bunch of different places. It'd really be better to run the same campaign, the same team, at the same time.
0: That's interesting. Why?
1: So it's it goes back to, um, have you ever heard that someone has to see something seven times before they buy? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so it's, that's a volume time. shooting. Yeah, yeah, so a lot of players in the same school, there's going to be a big follower share. And follower share is like a good indication of how the influencer campaign is going to run. So a lot of people, if they get if you get four players and each player has fifty thousand followers, you may think, oh, we're getting two hundred thousand followers, you know, two hundred thousand potential impressions. Um, but all those players probably have a lot of crossover. You know, that could be a total of you know ninety thousand people really between the four players. But that's better because those ninety thousand people will see that you will see that content four different times.
0: And they're connected in a deeper level than just following that one individual because they are obviously attached probably to the school and the football program, which is part of the reason why they're following those people or, or whatever sports team. It, it kind of ties into like the, you need a thousand true fans yeah. that crossover in, in that core connection is probably the most valuable. I'm, I'm really thinking that that could be huge for like restaurants. If I saw the same five people posting about the same dish at some local restaurant and I was like in town visiting for a game, I'm going to that restaurant because it was just ran across my feed like five different times by five different people.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That is a huge opportunity, um, with players. If they just made it a thing, like they just post game, their post game meal, like wherever they go out to eat, with family, friends, whatever. Um, just turn that into like a thing that they post on social media. Um, you can start getting paid for where you go. This week's yeah. this week's postgame meals brought to you by, you know, whatever restaurant. And if you get more working on it, you'll be able to get more money and it'll perform better for the restaurant.
0: Yeah, and and I know for a fact there's gonna be crossover because we all have run into each other with our families after games, especially in West Lafayette where there's only like six restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> the chance the, the chances are pretty high that you're all are eating at the same place. Yeah. That's funny. So you know, we've kind of touched a little bit on food, and um this next deal, Arby's offered um you know, a, a deal to any d one running backs. Now, personally, as a former offensive lineman, I think this was a major miss because running backs are cool. But when it comes to food, it's the o line and d line
1: absolutely, absolutely, man Arby's, where's the where's the beef? you gotta you gotta sponsor the beef
0: exactly. now, why? Do you think that that is just kind of a, maybe a, a misinterpretation of, you know, who they're reaching out to or, or were they just trying to find what they thought was the most popular person on each team kind of thing? Um, you know, that's just kind of a blanket campaign and that would probably be an affiliate deal. Correct? I think, yeah, that'd be
1: an affiliate affiliate deal. Um, so I think they're going after like a, a position that gets a lot of attention, you know, running backs, quarterbacks, wide oh, yeah. receivers. Um, I see the angle they're going with too, with running backs being strong and powerful. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit of a miss on the football culture side.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there, there's a deeper layer to all of this, right? Like you, you need to have an understanding of the sport you're getting involved with and kind of the, the nuances of that community for some of these deals really to hit home. Yeah, absolutely. And that's
1: just, that's, you're going to perform better when you do that. Just like in anything, like you can, it's the nuances that really make the difference. So knowing that you want you know, percentage of uh, follower crossovers is a great indication of the success in an influencer campaign. Knowing the nuances of football culture will help you better, as a brand, work with football players.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, you know, obviously, crypto is, is huge right now, and it has kind of leaked over into the NIL college football world. So uh, who started their own coin?
1: Dude, uh, defensive lineman at Oregon named Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, he's... Potential to go number one overall. So he's a high profile dude. He's been, he's, he's had a lot of NIL deals. Um, he's really into crypto. And so he launched his own cryptocurrency. Um, pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what he plans to do with it. Um, how he, you know, how he intends to like build the community around it. You know, what, what is exactly is the currency going to do, be used for it? What is he going to build with it? Um, but I mean, it's just like a, it's a, it's a, Good headline it's pretty it's he's one of the first players to do it so it's pretty sweet
0: yeah and you know crypto kind of fuels itself on scarcity and hype and that's kind of how the the coin increases value so obviously he's going to he's going to be a uh, a first round draft pick potentially first overall like you said my question is is you know as this coin continues to get older as his career progresses and he eventually retires you know after a very long healthy career good for him like do coins and, you know, very unique things that are tied to not performance, but hype and relevance in the news, like, do those just die off when, you know, a a person retires or moves on from the sport? How do you, how do you kind of keep that going? Or is it by that time it's time to sunset
1: it? You know, that's a good question. Um, I, I don't know. (laughs) Um, it's, I mean, this, it's so new. We really don't know. I would say what, what typically happens with, a lot of altcoins, is um, they get popular for a little bit and then they kind of die out. Um, so the the long term success of a cryptocurrency is dependent upon demand and how you can build that demand. So if he goes on to have you know as we hope you know an amazing NFL career, it could become pretty valuable. But I think that would then you know being like his fans, fans of the team, fans of football, whatever, buying into it. What is the true value down the line going to be? I, I don't really know.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of these NIL deals, like this is like the gold rush year where everybody's doing it for the first time. There are going to be so many changes and tweaks to the rules, the regulations, the forms of deals. I think as time goes on, because, um, you know, I'm I'm sure deep down the NCA is not very happy with this. Um, you know, they really like to, to protect that amateur status and, and, you know, for the love of the game. And so I could see a lot of, regulation still rolling in this is kind of that that initial test year yeah
1: absolutely there's definitely going to be more rules added to it but uh the ncaa definitely needed to evolve it was it was yeah it was time
0: i think uh i think one of the guys though that kind of has the best nil setup is derek king from miami this dude's got so many different deals covering a whole bunch of different things including your personal favorite form of uh you know most effective way to make money which is public speaking, uh, public events public kind of thing. So appearances, appearances, it's the way to go. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what a uh, King's kind of doing? Dude, he's got
1: several deals that he's worked with. Um, so just to list them out when we'll go through them, college hunks, moving company, wharf event venue, Murphy auto group, uh, dream Field, which is like an NIL events and signings company. And then Panini America, which does merchandise, NHL Florida Panthers, um, and then I think he has an apparel line as well. So a lot of things in the work for this guy. It's pretty sweet. Yeah,
0: it is. I mean, wh- so why is public speaking and appearance the most lucrative form of of deals? Because I think a lot of people, um you know, that's probably what their goal is with this. You know, to to have a relevancy that is that warrants them showing up to events, whether it's large corporate dinners you know, charity events, things of that nature. Why is that so valuable for the players?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, to break it down why it's, you know, the most valuable, think of like if you're working and you get paid an hourly rate, um, if you're a renowned speaker and you show up and give a one-hour speech and you get paid a fee, you know, that's your per-hour speaking fee. And building a, a large personal brand, being an athlete, um, you know, having a large following allows you to do that. And so you can get, you can get paid for appearances um, and you get paid a super high amount relative to the time that you're putting into it. So I just think it's something that athletes can definitely take advantage of. And um, that it, I, don't, I don't see a lot of players doing that currently, but you know, it's very early still. The one he signed, I love cause he's in Miami. You know, um, there's a lot of flash Miami, a lot of events down there. Wharf event venue. Um, they paid him. I think it, his rates like two K per hour. So, you know, it's pretty solid. Absolutely. And it's a win-win for both sides. Like he's getting paid to show up to events they, you know, get to hang out with athletes. The U is, it's, it's legendary in Miami. So, um, a lot of business people, whatever companies are working there, they're going to want, they're going to be happy to have athletes at their events. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking of like growing up, if you were fortunate enough to grow up in a college town or go to a lot of college events, like obviously these players are bigger than life. So them, you know, coming to community events, them being paid to come to, I don't know, like, you know if you go to a large high school like having an event like that like th- there are a lot of opportunities for their exposure to kind of spread out and um you know i'm just kind of thinking of all the kids like how cool would it be if they get to see them at a little league baseball game because they're there throwing out the first pitch yeah, or something crazy awesome. like that that'd be awesome yeah now there are uh you know we talked a little we've talked a lot about these big money deals doing cool things but there also are some good natured uh NIL deals, things that kind of warm the heart, mm-hmm. things that are that are really cool. And and one of the most popular, most famous, most talked about ones is Built Bars, um, which paid full scholarships for all BYU walk-ons. And uh, you know, I think we both can agree that that is not a cheap endeavor. No,
1: definitely not, man. That's what, this one's close to the heart, man. I was a former walk-on. So um that's huge, dude. You, like I, I don't know if everyone understands what it's like to like be a walk-on, um, paying your way through school and
0: like, what what is a walk on?
1: A walk on is someone that is not there on scholarship. So you're not receiving an athletic scholarship to play sports in college. You're paying for school and you're playing sports and you're trying to make the team. Basically, um, so for for that company to go in and pay for those guys' school, that's pretty huge. That's pretty sweet. Yeah.
0: And then, and then to strike a deal as a uh, ambassador program with every single player, giving Absolutely. everybody a chance to, to to have an NIL deal is is also pretty cool because a lot of these ones that we've talked about have kind of been reserved for the big name players on the team, and um, you know there definitely is a, a trickle down effect when it comes to NIL um, attractiveness for, for brands. They're definitely going to want to focus on the big names, but you know, businesses like built bar coming in and kind of giving everybody the same opportunity, um, is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that is, that is pretty cool. It's cool to see like get, get everyone involved, let, you know, get all the players to take advantage of
0: that. You know, uh, another one that I, I'm a big fan of is, uh, Will Ulmer, who is an offensive lineman for Marshall. Uh, he is now able to move out from his, um, his secret name of, of lucky bill to actually go out and begin to make money on his music career. Uh, he's been playing country music at, at, you know, a bunch of different bars and stuff under kind of this alias, uh, cause he wasn't allowed to make any money on it, but now he can kind of go full time and, and really dive into that. And that's pretty cool. So that's an example of somebody being able to follow their passion. Um, and then now actually benefit from it. And, and one of the most common, um, Examples of this happening in the past of somebody having to make a really hard decision was the uh, UCF kicker who had to kind of make that yeah, decision between yeah. uh, you know sticking with YouTube or playing football because he couldn't do both because he was making money on it. And ultimately, he chose YouTube, which I think was the right choice for him. Yeah,
1: destroying. Uh, it was it was tough, man. It was definitely definitely tough for him. He paved the way, um, but yeah, he's been he's been crushing it on YouTube. He's doing big things.
0: Yeah, and. You know, I think that's really powerful that that he kind of took that sacrifice and, like you said, it, it paved the way. But now nobody has to deal with that ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, NIL, you know, is is probably going to be here to stay, and so it kind of gives everybody the opportunity to do whatever they want. I think we're going to see a lot more podcasts pop up for current players. Um, mm-hmm. You know, their their social media can be more active, stuff like that. So really, kind of excited to see where where all of that takes us. And you know, we really been have you know we've really been focusing on Division One sports, but NIL can benefit. Any athlete in any division, correct?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And there's and and and, um I think a lot of a lot of people think it stems directly to like how big your following is. Um that's one aspect, but it's also just like how big your sport is, um, where you're located, what kind of market you're in, how big your school is. There's a lot of factors that go into that. Um so depending on where you're at, you know, going hard on social media and growing your following is only gonna benefit you now that you can You can profit off of it so i think we're going to see a lot of players take social media a lot more seriously um and really come at it with a sense of being a not just an athlete but a creator yeah
0: absolutely well you know, Jake. For for all the people that are listening, uh, you know, you and I have been talking about doing this more mm-hmm. often, and there's going to be a lot of NIL deals moving forward, and just a lot of things happening in the world of sports. And so that's kind of one of the things we're reserving these Fridays for. So you're going to continue to come back. We're going to continue to to break this down. Um, you know, maybe we'll be able to bring on some of our other uh, former teammates, connections that we have. Uh, kind of continue to have a little a little bit of a sports focus on these episodes, which is obviously close to our heart. Mm-hmm. But if people want to, you know, follow this follow us follow you uh where can they find you
1: yeah man absolutely um hit me up on instagram it's at jake the snake underscore 41 um you got if you're an athlete or your brand, you got any questions hit me up always respond um and then yeah man i'm, I'm excited to keep doing this this is fun i love speaking about this stuff so let's keep it rolling beautiful all right guys Uh, if you want to continue this discussion follow us on our social media our instagram linkedin facebook's will all be in the description of this episode hop on there shoot us a dm hit us up with whatever concerns questions comments that you guys have we'd love to continue building that community on there next subscribe to wherever you're listening to this itunes spotify google amazon overcast you name it we got it
0: and the only other thing i'm going to add is As you're subscribing to those platforms hop on there give us rates and reviews especially on apple podcasts five-star ratings and a uh and and a comment go a really long way helps us continue to to climb up the charts and you know continue to to spread this to to all corners of the world and allow us to continue to bring on great guests we really appreciate you guys for everything and we're excited to see you next week